0: want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now. Oh, yeah. Get your snow cats ready and get over here. Right now?
1: You're darn tootin'.
0: Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the office of Minnesota's number one sports authority, he's the governor of Sports Talk Radio, and by way of executive order, serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right.
2: All right, now we're rocking and rolling. There we go. What's going on, everybody? Friday night live with the sports governor, Vince Wright, Minnesota's very own sports governor. Thank you for tuning in. We are going to be kicking a little late night show for you here on a special Friday night edition. Uh, first off, thank uh, old man Cuddy Jackson for joining us in the chat room. I want to say what's up to Mr. Cuddy. What's going on, sir? We appreciate you. There you are also, we'd like to appreciate the one and only Chief Rocker himself, Mr. Jersey Verne, as well. The crowd's digging that. What's up, what's up, what's up? And we are off and running with a Friday night edition of Sports Done Right, and uh, we will have the chat room filling up a little bit here as the show goes on. We had a little restart here it had some uh, a new board basically with a spreaker that had a lot more options than it normally did and we had to figure out what went where but we are rocking and rolling i think we got the phone lines up and that number is 651-968-0124 and that will get you to the governor's executive line that's right vince right here you can follow me on twitter at the big smooth one the number one and make sure you check out our facebook group sports done right w-r-i-g-h-t all right people we are here we are in the chat we are all over first lady hanging out looking through the glass there and i appreciate her she's off to california again in a couple days and she has a very 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 rough life so glad everybody's joining us here on a late night scene we got a lot of super bowl talk to get to the big game sunday night Main man Cam Newton, is he going to be able to put this thing away and uh, cap the run there with the one lost season? Or does the uh, old beaten down Pate Manning and uh, the Denver Broncos find a way to do this? I do not know, but I think Carolina finds a way to, uh, in the second half, uh, pull away by maybe about a 10-point. Uh, win something like 30 to 20 is what i'm predicting i know a lot of other people a lot of blowout predictions out there too that's the other thing uh, you know and that just goes to to show you how much respect there really is out there for carolina and what they did this year as well so we will see what happens but we're going to get into that talk later uh we got peyton manning get that hgh is still out there that whole thing and i think i don't know man it's just something in the you know it's not going away it's not going away so we're gonna we'll touch a little bit on that as well see what you guys think is Peyton guilty of using the juice or not and obviously bringing uh, the wife getting involved uh, one way or the other is just wrong so Jersey let's see what the old man Chief Rocker Jersey Vern is saying out here Peyton can't win without the HGH Angie, the first lady, writes as uh, how much she hates Peyton Manning and his whiny ass. You know, a lot of people feel the same way about him. I don't know if it's just all the the endorsements he gets from that pseudo nice guy image or whatever the case is. I don't know. But anyway, I hope everybody had a good time Uh, since uh, we spoke Tuesday. Hope everybody had a nice week. I know Jungle Brothers been out there trolling me all week. But we got you, man. We got you. You know, Jungle Brother, he's just one of them men. And Cuddy, you got to talk to your grandson, Mr. Cuddy Jackson. You got to sit him down and teach him the ways of the world. But, you know, we love Jungle Brother. He's the main man. He's the secretary of information. And if not, we always got the chief rocker there himself to help keep him in check. So um, what else we got going on? We got some basketball here. Looks like Denver has uh, held on to beat the Chicago Bulls tonight. In that game, Jimmy Butler uh, does have an apparent knee injury. We don't know how serious it is. We'll see what we can find out here over the course of the show. Uh, We also have San Antonio putting the wood to Dallas in the fourth quarter, 96 74. Utah uh, is a winner tonight over the Milwaukee Bucks, 84 81. Boston beats Cleveland by a point. Tough loss for LeBron and company, 104-103. And yo, 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 the Brooklyn Nets finally coming through, 128-119 over Sacramento, baby. Also, your Memphis Grizzlies uh, putting on them uh, New York Knicks, 91-85 tonight. And Chief Rocker says it looks like we got a sprained knee for uh, Mr. Butler there. So Uh, yet more bad news for the Chicago Bulls and too bad man they just you know just when things get good somebody gets injured uh obviously yannick noah's or yannick noah listen to me yakim noah is uh gone for a while we all know derrick rose's issues man i don't know just uh, i don't know maybe my hometown chicago is just a uh bad (laughs) bad cursed town who knows man who knows uh, chief rocker says how about them rangers they must have won tonight give me some time to look up that score there uh chief rocker my uh, blackhawks won again last night and the minnesota wild here too man the local team in a tailspin to, uh lost uh what nine of their last 10 games they got a tie in there as well all kinds of bedlam starting to break loose for the home team minnesota wild here and I don't know what's going to happen. People call for Coach Yo's job. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but we will see. We will see. I mean, it is just, it's crazy right now. And, you know, Chicago went on um, their winning streak there a few few weeks ago, or a couple weeks ago, one twelve 12 straight, and that got the Blackhawks back to being on top of the, the division. So, I'm just pulling up uh, the hockey rankings right now here, Jersey Vern. Again, you're listening to Vince, right? The Sports Governor. That's right. And you can catch me on Spreaker.com every Tuesday night. And we're also going to be expanding that because uh, the Real Cast uh, family of podcasts, um, one of which you are listening to here with Sports Done Right. Um, we got Jungle Brothers podcast out there, uh, bottom to the top with Jersey Vern, John Fisher, Cooking with the Microwave. Uh, we're, we're all going to start bringing it here on the weekend. So, yeah, Minnesota, boy, has slipped to just about dead last place in the Central Division and the Western Conference. Uh, Chicago is on top with 74 points, Dallas 71 points, and Minnesota all of a sudden 55 points. And the Minnesota Wild were, were at the top of this division just a few short weeks ago. In the Pacific Division, you got the Los Angeles Kings on top of San Jose. Yeah. Doing their thing. Gotta like that. You know, what can you say there? Um, What else? We got Anaheim trailing uh, Los Angeles by 10 points. They're in third place in the Pacific. And, you know, everybody else just kind of also runs there. Let's go over to the east here. Jersey, Vern's New York Rangers are trailing the Capitals. The Capitals just whooping all ass. So Capitals are 39, or excuse me, 36 and 9. 76 points in the Metropolitan Division, the New York Rangers, baby, 61 points, they are 15 points behind the Washington Capitals, and they are three points up on the also now hometown New York Islanders playing out there at the Barclays Center over on the uh, island that they call Long, so... All right, folks. Well, we're just setting it up here. We're getting going. RC, my main man. Let's give it up for Mr. Ronald Cameron. Uh, Ronald, boxing man extraordinaire. And I can't wait to get him on the show to talk some boxing. Maybe tonight. Hey, RC, if you're not busy, call on in, man. The number is 651-968-0124. I'll put that in the chat room. We got plenty of time to chat. Let's give it up. Mr. Ronald Cameron, RC. Appreciate that. All right. So what we're going to do here is we're going to get a break in. We're going to take our first break. Um, obviously, you heard the opening montage, uh, In the Stone, Earth, Wind, and Fire. We lost uh, a main man, Maurice White, the other day. Um, actually, yesterday. Uh, the lead singer and founder, one of the founders of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, a quick little story. My mom actually went to high school with Verdeen White, Maurice's brother he's the uh, crazy bass player there the guy you see jumping all around playing the bass that's verdine and uh, my mom and uh, my aunt went to school with him over at crane high school west side chicago so um you know earth wind and fire has always been near and dear to our hearts like it has been for a lot of people out there so we're gonna have some fun tonight we're gonna play some earth wind and fire along with some other music but you know we're gonna make sure we get our earth wind and fire in there as well um you know let me know what you're drinking on tonight it is friday night everybody should be having a nice little cocktail tonight doing their thing and let's also make sure there's no drinking and driving out there because i am a law-abiding uh governor and we don't want to have to put you in jail out there but hey we got a ways to go here on the late friday night we're just getting started people you're hanging with vince wright the governor First ladies out there listening, Jungle Brother. We got R.C. from Northern Minnesota up in Duluth, Minnesota on Lake Superior. R.C. is a boxing uh, aficionado like myself. Maybe we can talk a little bit about the uh, Kovalev fight um, from last week where he just demolished uh, John Paul up in, uh, what was that, Montreal there. Wasn't even a fight, but, you know, it is what it is. Looks like oh man Cuddy sipping on some beer in the nursing home there. We appreciate that. So let's do this. Let's get our break in here. And I will be right back with more Sports Done Right.
1: Funny lip and, lile, and it up funny and... left
0: Job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota sports talk and beyond. This is sports done right. Now, let's get back to the show.
2: And we are back, indeed. Thank you very much, the wonderful Tree Taylor on the vocals. And we are back to sports done right, ladies and gentlemen. How is everybody doing? Jumping in the chat room here. I appreciate everybody. has jumped in. old oh, man, Cuddy. Of course, the chief rocker, the first lady. And we are having a good time tonight. Old oh, man, Cuddy says I'm already on break number two. Hey, hey, man, just trying to run a program show here, man. Just trying to run a program show. So, man, lots of stuff going on here. Obviously, we got the big game coming up Sunday. But there's other stuff happening in the NFL. Um, obviously news broke on the Johnny Manziel front today, and that is uh, taking a turn for unfortunately uh, what seems to be the worst. Uh, Johnny Manziel apparently was ushered to rehab by family members, his father included, last weekend. Uh, He winds up leaving the rehab center, does not want any part of that. Uh, Obviously we know what has been alleged with him and his uh, girlfriend there, uh, the same girlfriend that apparently – I don't know if she's wanted anything to do, but these two apparently cannot uh, separate from each other, and Johnny Manziel's in a real bad way, and it goes beyond football here with Johnny Manziel, people. Now, look, the Gov's been telling you for a long time, uh, Johnny Manziel doesn't want to play football, okay? Uh, We have talked about this. I have, uh, uh, you know, spoke on it on my show many, many, many times, and I've even done a little special, a quick take podcast, one of my short podcasts about Johnny Menzel and why there were, he apparently is, uh, you know, there's no punishment. There's no punishment. You know, everything's been handed to this kid. So uh, his father today says he is worried about Johnny making it to his next birthday. And I don't know if he's trying to just play the sympathy card for his son. You know, I I hope not. But when it comes to Johnny Manziel, this kid's in a bad way. I hope the people closest to him can help him out and, and get him to a good place or help get him to the to at least people that can get him to a good place. And I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, you know, a lot of people, it's easy to take the pop shots at the kid, but uh, Johnny Manziel is not in a good place. So we're not going to do that here. Uh, no need to beat him up. We know what's going down with him. We'll see what happens wish him luck um but he may have played his last uh football in the nfl so all right the chief rocker's in here asking yeah what did uh, he's asking about what happened to microwave john fisher um apparently from my restart he may have gotten a hold of that fireball and already passed out there chief rocker i don't know uh chief rocker says eight to go talking about my breaks ha ha very funny very funny you too and um again if anybody out there is listening and they want to get a call in 651-968-0124 I'll get that out here in the chat room as well and we will go from there people. Uh what else? Oh, a, a late breaking report tonight as well. According to a uh NFL vice president, the Pro Bowl could be moved to Australia. What? Aust- Australia. I don't know about that one man I mean that's kind of weird can you see this game going to Australia? I mean you know the 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 pros already don't want to play the game and now you want to move it to Australia now I don't know if that's to entice the pros maybe a new location but man this is this is crazy this is crazy um Dateline San Francisco from CBS Sports. Uh, There could be some big changes coming to the Pro Bowl in the near future, although Roger Goodell didn't specify what those changes might be. The NFL commissioner did admit that he wasn't a fan of what he saw when he watched the game January 31st. Um, Team Irvin's 49-27 win over Team Rice resembled a glorified flag football game. Of course it did. We know that. Oh, call on the line. Let's see what we got here. What's going on? You have reached Vince Wright, the sports governor. Who do we got on the line tonight?
3: Man, you got the number one stunner, Chief Rocker, Jersey Byrne,
2: calling up in this piece, man. Hey, just for you, sir. sir, let me introduce you. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, you hear the Ohio State fight song. That means Jersey Byrne is on the line with us. Jersey Bird, we appreciate
3: you. We love you, man. Thank you for taking some time out of your busy Friday night to join us. Hey, Jersey, what's going on with you, brother? Oh man, ain't nothing. Uh, big up to Minnesota for welcoming me in tonight. Um, I know you had a little snow, but uh, you know everything's gonna be good, man. I'm joining us here. You know, 68, 70 degree weather. Uh, went to the circus tonight, man, to see the universe's circus. It was off the chain, man, you know. But uh, you know, can we really do some sports done right? You know, see what's going on with you. Hey, see what man, you want to talk about.
2: Of course, and I appreciate you popping through, man. You know that we always making room for uh for you. And you know, actually I was just checking out the chat room here and you know we were just talking, Jersey, and I wanna get your opinion on this. Um, story breaking tonight out of San Francisco, uh talking about possibly moving this Pro Bowl from Hawaii to Australia. Now, I see old man Cuddy's in here going Hawaii to Australia. This ain't nothing but ESPN uh, effing up-ish if you uh, catch the drift there. And I totally agree with him, by the way. Um, you know, Jersey, it's hard enough in today's day and age to get these players to even show up for this game, let alone try and play and, you know, hit some hit somebody. But what do you think about this game possibly going to Australia? Oh, man, they'
3: think going a good game, man. When they go there, man, uh, a lot of brothers ain't coming back, man, because that's what happened when I went to the Navy. I mean, we went to Australia, man, and uh, a lot of Germans, they ain't it back to the ship. I almost didn't make it back, man. Them Australian women, boy, they don't want you to leave, boy. Hey, I mean, man, shoot. They, they they treat you like a king up in there, man. That's real. Yeah. So, uh, no, they don't want to have the game over there. They definitely don't want to have it there.
2: Well, it sounds like the NFL Executive Vice President of International. That's a nice title. uh, Mark Waller is one of the spearheads behind this. And uh, he, quote, has no problem with uh, moving this game to Australia at all. So, um, you know, it could be interesting. Jersey, like I said, I think they're just trying to maybe get them down there with a trip. But, you know, I don't think it's going to change any of the semantics of the game. I mean, people still ain't going to put their – their body on the line for a meaning meaningless game, do, don't you think?
3: Nah, they're not gonna do it, man. Uh, until they uh, until they change a couple of things man, or mostly if they change the money, they may, you know. That money get that pot get a little bigger, you know, jokers ain't gonna mind going over there in the But you gotta you gotta add shit, you, you gotta all the rest of the summer that um held up, man, you know. The rest of the winter and the summer to held up, man. So why not go over there and sacrifice, man. If they give you some more money, you know the money talks, man. All other stuff walk. It's just that they truly, man, overpaid underpaid to play that game. So why go over there and do all, you know, do your all, man? You know, save yourself. But if they pay more money, just just like a couple of NBA players said, if they put some real money up, they're going to the NBA slam dunk contest. The ones that never been there, you know. Uh back in the day, you had people like Jordan, Dominic Wilkins, and Kobe and all them boys used to get in the NBA slam dunk contest. But once uh, they wasn't putting no money up in there to, you know, to give you uh, a more assurance uh, of doing it, people just don't do it. And that's the same in the Pro Bowl man. Because even though if the Pro Bowl was after the Super Bowl, you still wouldn't have a lot of Super Bowl players going because they feel that it ain't worth it, especially the ones that win the game, you know.
2: Right. So uh Yeah, I hear ya, They gotta
3: do something they gotta do something different but but it should stay over here in the United States, man. You know, I don't know why they taking it these different places, man. And plus, you know, that's a lot of money for a lot of times, um, these players gotta pay for their uh, family to to go to these different places when they go and play in the Pro Bowl. So, you know, to go to right. Australia that's gonna take a little gap.
2: Yeah, it is, man, and you know, I mean, you know, they're trying to get more money, obviously, by by moving these games and trying to, you know, get the supposedly trying to get a team over in London or or Germany or wherever that may be, Jersey, and again, we're rocking with the Chief Rocker himself on Sports Done Right here on Spreaker dot com, but you know, man, I just don't think that, it, you know, a team overseas and especially so far away, um, you know, over in Europe. You know, now you're talking about moving this All Star Game to Australia, and just you know, further alienating the home crowd here in America. Because, you know, I mean, Jersey, who in the hell's got money to get to Australia, let alone hey, hey, Hawaii?
3: Not just that, man. The Giants is playing in London this year, and and you know, my little fan base that I uh, cheer with down here in Atlanta, oh, it was happy that the Giants going to uh, London. I'm not happy. I've been around there before when I was in the Navy. Um, I ain't let that kind of money to be going over there. Not to go see no football game when a football game can be played over there, you know? So if you don't support those games over there, then, the, the well, they're going to get support anyway because people over there want to see it. But if the fans could keep complaining and don't go over there to these other countries, then they may keep it here. But, hey, man... They said they're going to Giants, going to London. I said, man, that's a Sunday I may miss the game because I ain't i had no way hell. I'm getting up that early to watch no football game, especially after my Saturday night. You know, I can't do that, man. You know? So that's one week I may miss the Giants, the first time I've uh, probably missed them in so many years. But that London thing is is uh, way off. And then one game they had over there this year, they didn't even show it on TV, man. Uh, matter of fact, the Zen Master Jungle Brothers said he was watching it on his computer. So I'm saying they're making it hard for us really? to okay. follow our teams when you start throwing them overseas and playing. You know, you know people just lose touch of that, man. Yeah. So I don't know what the NFL okay. doing, man. Well, you, you know, know man, too much money.
2: Yeah, yeah. It is. That's, and that's really what it boils down to, Vern. I'm glad you said it. Just. Too much money, you know, just, you know, it's it's yeah. never enough. And, you know, I mean, that's real easy for, for, you know, people like us to say, and I get it, you know, if there's more money to be made, the NFL is going to try and scratch it up but hey man it is what it is and uh before we continue on with the chief rocker first i got to give a big what up to our main man and maybe his first time in here i'm not sure but mr loose neck si, himself i want to say what's going on brother we appreciate you coming through on sports done right thank you very much I and mean, uh, 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 mr in house know?
3: i can't
2: see the chat. that's something that's i have to my chat. yeah he's hey, in the house know? he is in the house brother say what up very <laughs> <laughs> what's going on each Neck? yeah yeah he's you're rocking it. with the chief rocker and that's right sports done right tonight yes sir yes sir and don't worry about getting in late we got started late we had a little technical snafu uh loose neck so uh mr vitamin d himself you ain't missing nothing man thank you for joining us and hanging out with us for an hour or two of sports done right and again folks, we got Jersey Vern on the line, lots of stuff to get into. We're going to kind of touch on the uh Super Bowl talk the second half of the show and kind of pump that a little later. But um Vern, I I you know yes, there's sir. been there's been some other stuff breaking in sports, man. I don't know if you heard about this Louisville story here. They're uh self-imposing a uh, ban on post-season uh, activity this year because of this uh Hooker and hole thing down there. Um, if you've heard of it, uh, what what do you think about it, bro?
3: Well, uh, first of all, uh, I don't like snitches. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, old oh, girl knew she was working for these people. They was making money. They got paid. But uh, what happened? Somebody must have upset her, so she went and ratted them out. You know, I think this happened in a lot of universities. It's just that Louisville was kind of uh get her about their situation you know what i'm saying they was kind of many under mainstream you know if you got a big program if you want to do things like that you know it's always a channel that you go through where nobody to know about it but the way they did it man it was very uh um, unprofessional you know i mean if you want to keep the players happy you know you want to give them a little bit of what they used to saying here and there, because, you know, everybody went to go see some Rootsie once in a while, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Of course. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, as, as far as that, man, it should have never got to that point, so they're taking a good program out of postseason because uh, some good lady want more money. It's always about money and everything that goes on out here in today's society, you know, and it's sad that that more more and more money being re is hurting people's lives in a lot of different ways because the seniors on that team will be not will not be able to play in a big dance, you know, and that's right, terrible. Right, right.
2: Yep, I hear you man. Well said, well said. Of course the first lady's trolling up here talking now. Typing out that my daughter, Sydney, says snitches get stitches, of course. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, Sydney, uh, okay, Sydney up tonight, huh? uh, Nah, well, Sydney may be up, but that's her mom in there trolling in the in the chat. room. Right? Uh, okay. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, lots of other stuff going on, man. Yeah, that Louisville thing, which I don't think is done, Jersey, that's going to be a trip, man. But, um. Right. You know, Also, here's the other thing too. kind of jump around to another crazy basketball story. Blake Griffin breaking his hand. And now the sources are saying, Jersey, that he's had to have a second surgery on his broken hand. And I saw pictures of TMZ. Yeah, I saw pictures of TMZ. And I'm sure you can go out there to TMZ.com. The pictures are there. Man, his hand is jacked up. He's got a big old scar going right down the middle from where they had to slice it open. You know, it's about the size of a softball. And, man, Blake Griffin, I don't know, man. He may have, he may have jacked himself up. What do you think, Jersey?
3: Oh, man. Uh, wow, what did he hit, man? Is this guy that tough that he hit? Yeah, I thought he was just a little trainer. Uh, you know, let me do, man. I mean, yeah, so this guy I. must have a plateless face, man, or something like that. What was his nickname, take face? Because... Uh, if he hit this guy and his hand is messing up like that, either he don't know how to punch, or this guy's face is stone as a brick. You know, because man, to damage your hand that bad and and open up his hand, he like to throw down with because that's a part of his game. So, you know, throwing that ball and hoop, you know, doing nasty jabs and 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 skying up on people. I mean, because if you gotta develop your other hand, man you're in trouble and you got big money, you're getting paid. You know, a team can uh, defer his money if they find out that uh, he's in jeopardy of his career, you know, as far as playing the way he used to play. Uh, they can look into, you know,
2: that's what I'm to saying, avoid the
3: contract, man.
2: Exactly. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yep. You know, you can get him on that clause like they've done a few other people. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure he's paying off the trainer, but – you know, I mean, the trainer did get attacked. He might catch a case out there, you know. As we hit the wow. order music, he better be careful.
3: Yeah, that's, you know, that's crazy, man. I, I like this, man. Uh, people that's not making the type of money I'm making, and I'm playing professional ball, man. You know, you can say whatever you want, because, you know, I can always go home, chill out of my big fancy house, with everything I need, you know, and come back to work the next day. So whatever that guy said or whatever, you know, made Rick go off like that, come on, man. You got to get professional about that, man. You know, leave it alone. Leave it alone, you know. I don't let, I don't let whatever anybody said, like I said, in in the real cash Ranger, in, in, in our group, man, and we, you know, we chat every day. We go at each other every day. If you ain't got thick skin, man, ain't no need to be around us. Because if you ain't got thick skin, then it's going to tear you apart and you're going to want to do something. But the thing about it, majority of us are so far apart from each other, you can't do nothing but use words. Learn how to use your words. Learn how to make a person feel bad and down by words, you know. And if you're at school, you always to put laughs out loud. But in that situation right there... Blake should left it wrong, man. You know, go to management. Go to to ownership like a lot of these other players and tell ownership, I don't like the way the coach coach it. I don't like the way this trainer doing it. You know what I'm saying? You're making millions of dollars. You're supposed to perform for these people out here in the stands each and every game. If you can't do that, then, you know, the talk is going to be about you. Don't never let yourself get in that situation.
2: I hear you, man. And, again, we are on the line live with Jersey Vern, the Chief Rocket himself, man. Hey, Jersey, let me ask you, man, because I'd like to take you into another segment. Can you hang out for about five or four minutes here while we take a quick break?
3: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm home alone tonight, night, man, so I ain't got nobody waiting on me. So, yeah, we can go ahead and comment, say.
2: All right, folks, let's do this here because we're already 42 minutes into the show And despite what Jersey Vern said earlier, we don't take that many breaks around here, but we got to take one real quick now. So we're going to keep Jersey on the line here. Uh, Smoke them, if you got them, drink them what you drink, Uh, sip on what you're sipping on out there. This is Sports Done Right with the Governor. We'll be back in four minutes. Um, Again, another Earth Wind and Fire Classic coming up. Um, You know, rest in peace, Maurice White, one of the great vocalists of R&B and just music history. But we will be right back with Jersey Vern right after this break.
0: job done right you do it yourself when you want your sports done right you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of minnesota sports talk and beyond this is sports done right now let's get back to the show
2: and we are back ladies and gentlemen sports done right With the Sports Governor Vince Wright on Spreaker.com, the main show every Tuesday night. You can find us here on Spreaker 730 Central for a couple hours. Uh, We are usually following uh, the Teflon Tuesday schedule, uh, that ninja show Underground Railroad, or the Black Quarterback Show, or maybe both are usually preceding us on Teflon Tuesdays. We are followed after Sports Done Right with Cooking with the Microwave. Uh, john fisher and uh, by the way big up big 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 ups for john's debut on Sp- stewart media and entertainment the other day as well so congratulations john you did a great job and now let's get back to the main man himself the chief rocker jersey Vern. hey jersey um what do you think about the knicks man how they've been doing uh they took a loss tonight but um what do you think man can this team uh make it to the playoffs
3: yeah uh yeah, we definitely going to make it to the playoffs, but right now we are we're experiencing a little bad situation because we don't have a real good point guard and a guy that day a as a point guard is really a shooting guard and he's out hurt. He's missed the last four games, five games and we lost four out of the five. So right now we're on a little tail spin, but you know it's a long season. You know, I say about time the all star break here be trade the trade deadline we may pick up a guard. All we need is somebody that can get the ball, kick it back out to Melo, and let them shoot them jumpers. Then you got people like Thomas, you know, taking the ball to the hole as a big man. He's he's very flashy. You know, then we have a good bench. You know, we got guys off the bench that's seducing. So uh, we get a guard that can put us in there. We don't have to worry about the two guards on the bench. When they come in, they can continue to play their role, but we need to replace Carlos Jones, uh, uh, because he's not really uh, what you call a total—you uh, know, a total package at point. Um,
2: okay, well, he's
3: scared to shoot sometimes, and his handle reminds me of old school basketball back in the Barcoosie days. And you know, people don't dribble like that no more. But he—he he got one of them type of dribbles that. You can look at him and probably say, I can take that from you any time, you know. So we don't need that. Right now we got a young team. We need players to come in there that's not gunshot and that's ready to help this team win and ready to make moves on their own without the coach telling them to shoot the ball or take the ball to the hole, you know. So and, uh, we'll be all right.
2: Okay, sounds good. And Jersey, before we continue with you, brother, your main man has finally woke up from his nap. Give it up for your main man, Mr. Finney himself, Greg, Grego Finney. Welcome to the joint, baby. All the way, by way of Brockton, Massachusetts, he is in the joint jersey. Grego You know, is the
3: you know what happened to Grego? Grego wanted to show so bad, right? And he didn't see it coming. But I hit him with a two-piece and knocked him out, and he didn't see it, it all worked tonight. So he's just waking up from that two-piece <laughs> side of the ring. Oh, you know, Mike Tyson said so everybody got a game plan until you get in the ring. You know, Greg Buddy had a game plan tonight, but I put his game plan in the 90-night. You know what I'm saying? He's him and him and, him and my man, and Mike microwave, my partner on the bottom of the top show, you know, whenever we get that thing rolling back again. And uh, they love to take them 90-night breaks, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh microwave's will to be your first caller. But you know what? I give people their um, respect and do. And he said he was going to call you first. I stepped back to the side, and I was going to sit back, listen, and troll. But when he didn't call you, I said, man, let me go ahead on and call, man. You know, let's get this thing popping because I know you have a lot of things you like to ask me, and I'm going to bring it to you.
2: Well, hey, the studio audience approves Jersey. You know I'm down anytime you you want to call in. That's why you got the executive number. And, Fish, uh, well, that fireball. You got nothing. Well, you know, so the fish—I don't know. We we here. hey, Fisher, we're gonna be here for a while tonight, so there's plenty of time to come in and uh, and hang out and troll and do what you got to do. But yeah, he said he was gonna be first up. Now I know I we like I said we did have some technical difficulties there, Chief Raka in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I really you know I can't put it all on uh, on John tonight.
3: <laughs> but you know what? But you know what? Technical is never that much of difficult. Because me and old man Cuddy, we the oldest two in the chat. We made it over here to be the first two back on. After you the technical difficulty that. that's True. corrected. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if um, you let technical difficulty get to you, that means that you're uh, kind of lacking in some areas to uh, just move on in life. You know what I'm saying? I don't leave it like that.
2: Well, you know, our main man, he's got the good stuff, so, you know. He'll he'll find his way here. He'll find his way here. But anyway, yeah, uh, so. hey Jersey, before I before we continue, on, man, let me jump in this chat here. I really want to, okay. you know, people hanging out late night. I really want to make sure I get them involved. So, uh, Loose Neck yeah. side is having a good time. Um, Grego is kind of thanking everybody. It looks like uh, Old Man Cuddy says, "Preach to you, sir." Uh, Grego, the Patriot says loose neck side was watching key and peel and honey Jack and then, then nighty night. So it sounds like Grego, his, uh, got his nap in, and he's with us for the long haul. Um, Jersey, I was just going to give you some stats here on your game, man. Let you talk about a couple of your players for your Knicks. Um, okay. Porzingis, he had 17, uh, Calderon actually led the night with 18. Flalo uh, was the third leading scorer with 14 points um calderon had five assists uh they did lose the memphis 91 85 uh on the on the flip side there not a lot of scoring from memphis's big guns um zach randolph had 10 points jersey marcus all had 10 points so um i'm I'm trying to get the bench scoring up here that's obviously where it was yeah mr uh Let me see who this guy was. Yeah, Jeff Green went nuts for uh, Memphis. He had 16 points off the bench. Right. So, yeah, that's what was happening with the Knicks today. So, uh, what do you think about tonight's game with Memphis, brother?
3: Yeah, well, I I watched most of the tape because, you know, if I I miss a game, I'll tape it, you know, with my DVR. And uh, what happened was uh, we had them on the bench at the end of the game, man. But i think. Bad sh- shot selection by Afaro, Afaro. He had some bad shot selection. You know what I'm saying? If you got a man hot like Cagaron was, I, I didn't even know he was back in the game until I look, looked at the game. I was looking at the game while we was talking. If you got a man hot like him and then you got Pazengas can, you know, almost do anything he wanted to do if you put him in the right position, why is you taking that shot all the time, man? Pass the ball around. 'Cause Mellow was on the bench. Uh Mellow must there must be a day to day thing with Mellow, you know, we will play two and you'll sit one, you know, because I don't really see where he got hurt the last game, you know. But um and then, like I said, we're gonna be alright and um when it comes time for the eight seeds, we're gonna have that number eight. I'm I'm hoping to get seven or six, you know. I don't like to be number eight because we playing Cleveland in the first round of your number eight. But they're gonna win the they're gonna win the East, so you know, you gotta look at it like that. Um I see the Hawks and uh has had a good game tonight that guy George coming back is uh, he's a right. beast right now, man. He's yeah. definitely a beast.
2: Yep, yeah. exactly, and that's the thing. And just for uh folks that don't know what Jersey's talking about, Atlanta beat Indiana tonight, one oh two to ninety six uh Mr. George had a big night 31 points uh 9 rebounds uh 7 from 12 even from three point land there and um on the flip side for Atlanta uh Horford had 21 points uh Millsap went for 24 uh Baysmore went for 15 and Teague went for 16 so yeah it looks like it was a real good game brother
3: yeah yeah it was it was a big one no uh, guys trying to play to stay on Atlanta but um, they asked Shaq the other day down here on the local news, on the sports guy, asked Shaq, uh, is, should Atlanta State Pack or they need to make moves? He said he needs to make a couple of moves. They don't make a couple of moves. They're not going to go past uh, the first round. And he also said that where they got hurt and they need to get a player like they lost was um, Carroll. They let Carroll went to Toronto. That was it right there because he brought defense and he can score. He beat up the best player on everybody's team and plus he was a scorer. That guy helped Atlanta win sixty games last year and you don't wanna pay him and you keep and you pick up guys and then you keep some of the trash you got. Oh, come on man. You know. But uh I'm glad that brother went got his money and uh Atlanta just gotta make some moves, man. And one of the moves would be if they get a, let us get one of them point guards, man, They if the next one of them point guards, we give you a draft choice and we give you a player, you know, because um, both of your point guards, that's how they work. It's a uh, Well, Teague is worth a draft choice and a player, but the other guy, Caljon, he's probably just, I'm not, um, uh, Dennis Struder, he's only worth uh, a player, man, because he's just a, a second year man. You know, right, he's still right. got um, rookie status on him. he got two more years on his contract. So, uh, you know, Atlanta would be a good trade if they want to trade with us, man. You know, it all depends, man, what does Zen master Phil Jackson thinking about, man. You know, hey, uh, right. I, I, I have big belief in Phil, man, because uh, last year the Knicks only won 17 games throughout the season, and they won already 23.
2: Oh, yeah, so that's definitely. That's a big deal, man. And you know, I you know, I like to troll you about them, Knicks, but yeah, I definitely give them, uh, you know, all the credit they deserve, man. And um in the chat room there, loose neck side was talking about his Mavericks. Uh they went down big time tonight, Jersey to San Antonio. Ooh. 116 yeah. to 90. Damn. Woo. Exactly. Yeah, they cool. exactly. had twenty six points at the half. Well, you know, and just to kind of give him an update on his scoring there. I mean, Nowitzki only had 10 points tonight. Uh, Williams only had eight. Uh, I'm checking the bench scores here. Uh, Villanueva came off the bench for 13. Right. But, yeah, outside, right. of it, yeah, just not a whole lot happening. San Antonio, um, Leonard had 23. Um, Aldridge had 14. I'm checking their bench scores here. Um, yeah, that was really about it. Let's see, off the bench, um, about the, da. Patty Mills came off the bench for 16 tonight, so that was just kind of a, oh, yeah. Draw. but yeah, man, oh, yeah. What, uh, what do you think about you, San Antonio and, you know, Jersey, I, do they really have any shot of stopping Golden State?
3: You know what? I'm going to tell you, sir. San Antonio is a sneaky team. And you know what I mean by sneaky? I don't think there's a damn thing wrong with Tim Duncan. He missed the last six or seven games. You look at him on a bench. If he's traveling with the team, that means he's working out and playing a little bit with the team. You know, uh, Popovich finds a way to rest his players. And, you know, they get really going on that um, eight-game road trip because uh, what's in town? Uh, Some type of event that comes in San Antonio is in town and they're going to be using the arena so they got to go on the road for eight games. Half of it's going to go into the all-star break, and the other half is going to finish after the all-star break. But they're going to be away from home for a minute, right? So, I think he's what he's doing, he's resting players pretty hard, because he got, if Duncan was out tonight, and Ginobili was out tonight, and Ginobili got hurt, and his injury, he got hurt with. The average person would play off that injury, you know, but being that Pazovic is who he is, he going to make sure his, one of his, his two oldest players get some rest so they'll be fresh. And we uh, got David West is starting now with Aldridge. Hey, man, that's a hell of a fine front line right there. Because both of them can defend and score, you know, and rebound. And then they got these young guys, man, I don't know where they'd be picking them up from. They got about two young guys I have never heard of and never seen them play before, but they ball in San Antonio. Tell me why.
2: Well, it's the system, man. You know, I mean, obviously Popovich is going to go down as one of the great coaches, and he has implemented a system that, um, you know, uh, he is able to go overseas. He is able to find players that are willing to forego egos and to take part of this system. And, I mean, obviously it's worked the Jersey – to the tune of five world championships for, the yeah. San, for San Antonio. I mean, you know, this city that, or this this market that, you know, nobody would have thought of, you know, 20-plus years ago, you know, outside of uh, having George the Iceman Gervin has turned into, you know, a, a must-see team in the NBA. Um, they do it the right way. Um, you know a lot you know, I haven't you don't know, hear of their players getting in trouble or doing anything in them streets or acting a fool, really, and you know, I mean in this year for them to get um Lamarcus Aldrich down there, I mean, wow, I mean you yes, talk about that's great, yeah, I mean, you talk about reloading, man, I mean Jesus, to get him down there and to get him away from Portland. And, you know, Tim Duncan obviously still balling. Uh, Ginobili, uh, he underwent surgery for that little issue. He took a little shot down in the uh, gonads, so to speak. And uh, we'll see how long he's going to be out uh, as he's uh, nursing his nuts, so to speak. But, you know, <laughs> San Antonio, you talk about the next man up. They usually find a way, Jersey.
3: they Yeah, they definitely find a way, man. Uh Listen, man, if I was still young some play some big ball, I, that's where I'd be going. I'd tell them, listen, man, I'd be the best practice player you ever had. Just let me get on this ride and go get me one of them big rings that you're about to go get. Because uh there's plenty of guys on that San Antonio bench got rings, and they tell them, man, I had to help the starters get better, so I was asked to to this ring and I with wear this ring proudly. You know, yeah, they did they, they a good organization. And you said, ask me earlier, what you think about them go to State, that would be a hell of a fine go at. Don't let them fool you the way they beat to State that first game. They got three more will. I mean, uh, San Antonio, how they beat to State beat San Antonio that first game, they got three more games. Don't get them play the first game. The next three they play, San Antonio will be playing with their full strength of team. And um i tell you what, they're going to give them all they can handle. You know, Kerry uh, is a beast. You know, but my thing is um, uh, Raymond Green, meet Tim Duncan, because that's what it's gonna be like. It's gonna be more in that middle of the paint, man. So
1: yeah,
3: you ain't lying. Uh, you ain't lying. Hey, I, I, I look for, I look for. That's a chance up, man. I flip a coin on that one. You know, if they have to go, both of them trying to go up to the NBA championship, I flip a coin on who's gonna go.
2: Right, I hear you, folks. Again, you are listening to sports done right with the sports governor of Minnesota, Vince Wright. That's me. You also are listening to one of our other hosts on the Real Cast channel on the podcast here, Jersey Vern, the Chief Rocker himself, talking all things basketball tonight. Uh, we are doing a special Friday night live show, uh, basically for our man Grego. He was uh, the one that wanted somebody to do a show here throughout the day. And Grego finally woke up from his nap and actually joined us. And um, a couple of questions from the chat room or a couple of statements that I want to pick your brain on, Jersey, before we let okay. you go. Um, Grego says that a judge has ordered Johnny Manziel to stay away from his ex for two years, plus pay her $12,000 in legal fees. I mean, like we were saying earlier, it's just going from bad to worse for uh, Johnny Manziel, man. Um,
3: oh, man. You know what's Johnny's problem, man. Johnny, mama and daddy, and they know they the main clog of his problem because the daddy said that he's gonna be dead before he can even realize what he's doing. You know, the the problem is you, daddy, because he know if he get his NFL career, he got money, and he don't gotta do nothing. You know, so as being a father, what you need to do is tell him, listen, man, I'm I'm giving you advice now. Let me take you to the rehab. You don't want to go. You're on your own. Don't come knocking on my door, ringing my bell, phone, or whatever. I will not answer. So get yourself together. If you can't get yourself together, let me take you to rehab and let them help you get yourself together. You know, because he is like a freight train that don't have no brakes and it's just heading down that path where he's going to go into that wall and we don't know what's gonna happen, man? I oh, ain't just here looking like up. Mr. McGrew, you know what I'm saying, look like Mr McGrew he, his head his is on the other side of the wall, his body's squirming on the other side, trying to get through
2: right, yeah, exactly, man, like I said, going from bad to worse for for that kid, man, and uh, you know, I wish him well, but man, it is uh not not a good time for him uh I was just checking here in the situation room here. On some of the monitors, police are actually opening up a criminal investigation. Finally, into uh, what happened with him and the girl, Um, you know, if he actually put hands on her or not. So now that's coming up, Hmm. man. um, You know, and I, you know, not that I'm glad to in a in a sense to see it happen, but I'm glad that he's being held accountable because you know, as we've talked about on many, many, many shows. If this was a black quarterback or someone else even, man, this person, you know, we'd already be in jail, you know, awaiting trial. Oh, yeah. Awaiting trial, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah, you know,
3: you know the funny thing about, uh, like, your graduate mentioned that, the funny thing about that subject is uh, why Michael Vick went to jail for dogs, and here it is, you have human beings just getting, you know, just taken out for um, probably it could be their fault, but you know, still in uh, law, we are all human, so we shouldn't be trying to kill or hurt nobody, you know, uh, no matter what the circumstance or situation is, you know. But, uh, yeah, uh, they rather to defend the animal over somebody's getting them really hurt or, you know, their life is being threatened, you know. That don't get no penalty, but for fighting a dog you go to jail and you lose all that big time money and then when you come back to the NFL that big contract you get you paying off a lot of stuff that you couldn't pay off because you lost a lot of money no you know?
2: you're right you're right Jersey and you know Greg goes in here in the chat room and reminded me too don't forget Monty Ball you know he, he just got arrested too so
3: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, man. I mean it's 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 a shame it's a shame how this here law system is, you know, how they they uh, let certain people get away with things and then certain people get prosecuted to the fullest. The person that got prosecuted to the fullest, his case may not have been as strong as the one that they let go. But then you try to scratch your head and say, how did that go? And then you don't want to use different terminologies and say, why it happened like that? But it's happening. You know, the world we live in today is not the best, but it's, it's just, to me, it could be better than what it is with the high-profile people that we have in this United States of America today. But they're just not being fair about doing things the right way. They want to do things their way. It's my way to our way. And, you know, that that's not going to go, man. You know, that's why I hate that. Our president only can get eight years in term because I feel he need another four years to really put things where it need to be at and whatnot. But I just hope that we get somebody in here that's going to really do the job because, hey, man, I can't see us doing four years of Obama plan, and then the four years after that, they start breaking in the new president plan, and if it's a Republican, we're in trouble.
2: There you go, Jersey Vern, y'all, Jersey Vern um jersey how you doing man are you can you do one more segment because i mean you oh man
3: listen man i'm sitting here drinking on me some honey, drinking on me some beer man all i got to do after i get off this line man is go 90 night myself so i'm here baby you know what right. i'm saying let's shoot man i know let's you got do this. quite a few more and we still ain't not talk about the Super Bowl, we still ain't talking about Ohio State big-time recruiting. You know what I'm saying? got all You know what I'm saying? We ain't talking about all that.
2: All right, so, folks, let's do this. We're hour and 10 minutes in. Let's take a break. We got Jersey Vern for another segment. I love the Friday night surprise show, man, doing it for Grego the Patriot out there. Grego is chilling with us in the chat room. And who knows? Maybe John Fisher might turn up here. It Looks like he got lost, to M.I.A. as usual. We love you, John Fish. Get on in here, make that call, man. As we can have multiple callers on the line. Phone number six five one nine six eight zero one two four. And that goes for anybody else that may be out there listening as well. Vince so is Kenny, governor. Is,
3: is Kelly still listening? Because is Kelly listening? Tell Kelly to call him up.
2: Hey, Cuddy, I don't, I haven't seen any movement in the chat from Cuddy in a minute there, uh, Jersey, but if uh, he's out there, Cuddy, feel free, man. Again, 651-968, and I'll put in the chat room, uh, 0124, and I am putting that number in the chat room as we speak. So anybody, come on in if you want to. We're going to take a break here, uh, about five minutes so. Again, I want to say what's up to Jersey Vern for joining us. Grego, the Patriot, the Cheatriot, for joining us. And, um, again, uh, Jungle Brother, uh, his grandfather, the main man, Cuddy Jackson, uh, Loose Neck Side, who is listening. He's driving, so that's why he's not chatting. Uh, and obviously a good move. We appreciate that because we want Loose Neck Side to make it home. So let's do this. Yes, gonna, sir. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to take our break. Um, everybody, uh, go refill what you're drinking and sipping on. And we will be right back with the main man himself, Jersey Vern.
0: When want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show.
2: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Vince Wright, sports governor here. With our main man, the one and only Jersey Vern. What's going on, Mr. Jersey?
3: Hey, man, I'm just chilling here, sitting here, waiting on sports done right. So we can go ahead on and do that sports right.
2: Hey, I hear you, man. And let's jump in this chat rooms. We do got Cuddy up in there. Cuddy's been hanging and banging. um, Talking about to use his phone. They used up all the minutes ordering pizza and Chinese food up at the nursing home. Grego says, Vince, he just ate a whole box of donuts on TV. I I must have missed that one, but uh, got two of our main men up in here uh, chilling with us. And, um, you know, what can I say, man? I appreciate all the love. Um, Got the Situation Room rocking. Got the uh, highlights going. And, man, we got Jersey Vern on the line so jersey you know what's going on in your world man um you know your show um you got a new show uh sounded good by the way the other day there man uh new equipment or something but uh sounded real good why don't you tell the people a little bit about what you got going on
3: okay well um my show was called the chief rocket jersey Vernon recaps uh mondays or real cash rangers you know that's on mondays a recap but if i come on another day during the week this is always going to be a topic. Uh, this week on Recap Monday, I'm trying to bring an ex-NFL player that played defensive back for several teams, but he's an outstanding defensive back. I don't want to mention his name right now try I get that commitment And I see him Sunday at the Super Bowl party. You know, uh, he told me one time he will come on, but I want to make sure I get that commitment for him Monday. If he come on, it's going to be good talk because I'm going to have him talk about a little bit of everything, you know and whatnot, so I'm quite sure he's going to do at least about an hour with me, so, you know, that's my outline into getting other players. I'm also get my neighbor's son and my neighbor to come over and talk one show, too. I plan on having a couple shows, man, since, you know, this this season's going to be over with, man. It's time to get into other things and talk about the upcoming uh, NFL draft and other things, you know, so it would be good to bring my neighbor and his son over, my neighbor's son has 25 major scholarship offers
1: wow, to go 25? to big time,
3: Division I, 25. To go. And he's the only one in the school. The seniors that graduate this uh, upcoming uh, May, only one of them has a big major scholarship offer, and that's a lineman offensive tackle going to Georgia.
2: Wow, that's Everybody else has
3: small man. schools. Yeah, but he's the only one that has big scholarships. I mean, he's been to Notre Dame, Florida State, Alabama, Georgia, Auburn, Clemson, Tennessee. Uh, let me see. Um, uh, We're down US uh, USF um, down there, Florida. Um, wow. Man. He got UCLA, UCLA, USC, Washington. Oregon, Uh, Cal just sent him something, Wade Farris sent him something, Uh, Ohio State came to look at him, but they didn't give him an offer yet, Um, let me see, I I know I'm missing something, he can tell you better, but he has all these letters since he was a sophomore, he went to a um, Catholic school the first two years, last year he went to a public school, And um, they didn't use him on offense like they did in Catholic school. Catholic school, they used him on offense and defense. He's a good corner. He had him playing corner, safety. He's mostly a shut-down defensive back. Whatever the the receiver at that is the big-time receiver for the team, that's where they put him. But when he was with the parochial school, which is Catholic school, he played wide receiver. He's a game-changer. The quarterback out throws him. He can go get him. He runs a 4 2 He's 40 4 track 3 wow. He's running track this, he's running track this um, spring with the high school. He ain't ran track with the high school in a long time. He was just running AAU track. This is the first time his father letting him run with the high school, and this is going to bring more office because when the colleges get his track time, they're going to want to come give him a scholarship for track, too, because he's blazing fast. I have seen him, Vince, come from the other side of the field. He catch a man, before he gets in full stride going down the sideline on the other side of the field. catch him. So, you know, the the, the, the young man is tough. Ty- I seen him as a little boy when they first moved around to the subdivision. So i like to have him on his father on so you can hear him, and he can tell you. Okay you know, all about itself and where he's going or, you know, how many people looking at him, you know, whatever. And so uh I'm about to try to make my show a little different than a lot of shows, but at the same time, I'm still having a show where I talk big time ish and I read a lot of chat and just keep everybody in there um, a part of the show, man. I'm going to be taking calls too, like you take them, um, you know, once I, um, once I, once I get used to doing it, you know, I don't want to do it and I ain't used to doing it, you know, because I don't want to mess up my show. Because it's a bad feeling when the show drop, you know.
1: Right, So yeah.
3: uh, I, I just want to make sure everything is together before I start doing all other type of things. And once I get everything down packed, man, you know, that Chief Rocky is not there just to be saying it because I'm the chief because I like to lead. I like to rock. And Jersey is where I'm from. My name is Vern, Vernon, and hey, man, the rest comes with the package.
2: Well, you're listening to him on Sports Done Right here on a Friday night special edition, late night. We got Jersey Vern. So, Jersey, uh, last segment with you. So, let's get over to the Super Bowl, man, before we touch on uh, your Ohio State Buckeyes because I want to get your thoughts on their recruitment class. But, obviously, we got the big, big game Sunday night. It's finally here. Uh, We talked a little bit last, uh, um, a few days ago on Tuesday, man, but for those folks who didn't tune in and may hear you on this show, why don't you tell the folks what you're thinking about uh, with Cam, uh, Denver, and, um, you know, again, I don't know if the Denver defense can, uh, you know, come back a second time. They did such a great job on Tom Brady that first time, man. But do you think the Denver defense has a chance of repeating what they did to stop Cam Newton?
3: Well, see, this is a different, this is a different horse in a different race. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the other race they was in, the AFC Championship game, you know, they had a horse that they're about to take the pastor and shoot, you know, because he has no more legs in him. You know what I'm saying? In other words, he don't have no arm in him, and his legs is bad, too. Right. So they play they play the team and Tom Brady, that's what I'm talking about, that's right, Greg, when I'm talking about your quarterback, that's on his last leg. You know, so as far as them being super on defense, I mean, you got receivers that can't beat you down the field. They are receivers that catch the ball short on different types of angle passes that Brady would hit them on. Their receivers are Receivers, that catch a 5, 6, 7, 8-yard pass, 10-yard pass, and they get yards after catch if you let them, you know. So what Denver game plan was for them was to pressure Brady from in out. I mean, come up the middle, and then if he moves to either side, your outside man's got them because they strong rusters, you know. And you have your corners and safeties sitting for the short passes. They never played nothing wrong the whole game. Never. They were just sitting on them. That's why Brady was throwing balls short into the dirt because if he would have thrown them up, they would have been picked, you know. So they just had a good game plan for a team that really wasn't a threat. Okay, now you come into a team like Carolina where you got dual threat. You got a quarterback that can run if he had to run. But he likes to stay in the pocket and use that cannon of an arm he has. His arm is so strong. I've seen him throw off his back foot at least over 500 times this year due to the fact that he can do that, right? Um, he got a receiver in Ted Ginn who's like a 4 3 type player who has versatile cutting moves and speed that he can cut on a dime and Ken can put it there. And he's left you. Yeah. You know, people talk about his drop passes, but um, I've seen him make a lot of big-time catches that help the team keep moving down the field. That's what counts. If he dropped wide-open touchdown, that was that was done. Now it's now. You know what I'm saying? You can't down him until you see him drop one in the Super Bowl, which I know in the Super Bowl he's going to have gloves on that will stick to his mama ass if he smacked on it. You know what I'm saying? So, um he they will be a, a, a big time it will be a big time difference for Denver defense because now you're not playing for the short passes. Now you're playing for guys that can beat you in a just a blink of an eye. You know what I'm saying? You blink eye, he may be past you. Right. So now you gotta use different type of coverages to try to uh uh make up for all the people that's just coming their way. And it's kind of hard to do because you got three receivers that are okay. fast. Two of them that are young. That's going to be young to the game. If anything I can say about them, the pressure of the game, they get to them. But you know what? I don't think playing with a Cam Newton pressure is on you because it's so much said about Cam. All the pressure is riding on him, so the receivers, all they got to do is go out there and give that extra effort to Cam and make things happen. And then you got two tight ends. One a tight end that could be all world, and Cam is making him look like he's all world if he just go ahead on and stay healthy and play the game. And the other one's a young rookie that's going to take this other tight end, Ocean spot because he's a bigger tight end. He can block, and he can get down the field too. Okay. I think his name is well, Dixon. So, and no, that's just, ahead. yeah. No, I mean,
2: yeah, go ahead, Vern. I was just, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Go ahead, finish your thoughts.
3: Yeah, but then you, but then everybody forgetting about this part of the game. The man that always leads the game off, Johnson Stewart. Johnson Stewart been healthy most of the year. Johnson Stewart missed a couple of games at the end of the season because he had a little naggy injury. If he was playing in a big game, he would play. But they figured they'd let that injury heal completely. Uh, the first play of the game, they gave him the ball. He he him for almost 47 yards, man. So you guys to watch out for a lot of things with Carolina offense. And there are people talking about Denver defense. They forgot that Carolina so a defense, well, too.
2: And let me, throw, let me interject this here because Grego's got a couple points out there in the chat room. Again, you're listening to the Chief Rocker with Vince Wright, the sports governor here on Sports Done Right. Make sure you're following us on Spreaker.com. And Grego says, uh, first one was, here's the key. New England couldn't run at all and lost by two. All of our running backs were injured. Panthers can run, going to be a problem. Then the second take he has is Vern, easy to tee off on a team that you know can't run and has depleted offensive line, but they only won by two. With that being said, I can't see how Denver could win unless Manning has one of those freak games. What do you think?
3: Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a Manning freak game. Uh, When the last time you seen Manning have a freak game? Uh, If you look at the game he just won, And they just barely beat New England. He missed wide open guys in the end zone because his arm is not as active as it used to be. Man used to pinpoint and hate guys like that. Now he's missing them. So uh, I look at it like this: he's a nervous wreck, and if you start punching him in the face, he's going to be really nervous, and he's going to be throwing the ball all over the field. You know. Uh, Greg will make some good points, but at the same time, uh, all I see him doing is leaning towards Carolina, which um, he wasn't doing a lot of. I guess uh, messing with us is, is starting to make him realize that uh, Carolina's for real, man. Uh, i never seen the team Vince, this late in the Super Bowl week is still feeling as comfortable and as confident as they are. They don't have no worries. They don't have no problems. The um, media not getting to them. Uh, it's like they seem very very
2: relaxed. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying they seem very very relaxed. Seem very very poised. Um, you know, to be fair, you don't really hear a whole lot coming out the Denver side and Jersey. Before I let you go there, because you know we've, we, you know, all these past couple weeks. The talk has been cam, whether good or bad, you know, on the real cast channels, obviously a lot of us have been backing cam up. Um, there's been a lot of interesting debate going on, um, between the Stewart media with the Grizz and his right. takes on, on black quarterbacks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Hey, the dude owns his opinions. I don't really agree with it, but I could not right. believe some of the stuff that that dude was saying, um, let me ask you this here before I get your takes on the Grizz because I, I really want your takes because I know you were listening to them. But uh, yeah. let me just let me just uh, turn this back to the Denver Broncos here for a quick minute here. And again, we got okay. um, the Chief rocker with us. If you're a Denver fan, Jersey, how does the how does your team win this game Sunday night?
3: Well, first of all, uh, when they come out there, man. Uh, their weakness is running right now. So when you first come out there, you will have to do a lot of play action to keep the Carolina defense honest at first, Course, you got to make them think you're going to at least try to run, right? But if you do a lot of – because Peyton Manning is good at play action. they got to do a lot of play action, and then when Peyton Manning get back there – he gots to be damn near close to 100% on hitting these receivers. And then you got to have your receivers catch the ball. You know, he has some drops in that New England game that may hurt him in this Carolina game. You know, uh, they just got to, offensively, they got to get their game up and play the best game they ever can play. Because defensively, I don't give a damn how good their defense is, man. Carolina have too many threats, man, and the biggest threat is Cam Newton.
2: And Jersey, let me throw this in here because live in the situation room, I do have uh, that four letter network on the monitors, and um, looks like uh, the linebacker from Carolina, uh, Thomas, his uh, forearm is broken. He's going to be wearing a protective cast, so uh, you know maybe that helps create a little bit of an opening for Peyton Manning. You know, anything that can slow down the Carolina defense, I guess, helps Peyton.
3: Well, you see, one thing about Thomas Davis, Thomas Davis was playing both ways. He was playing rushing or either drop back in coverage. But see, this game right here, he's going to be just dedicated to rushing the quarterback on different stunts because uh, they don't want him to have to raise that arm to try to block the ball or try to stay with a defense. Uh, offensive tight end or whatever coming out the backfield. So they're going to put most of that responsibility on Luke Kinkley, which can play tight ends and running backs out the backfield. Uh, you know, farther than that, he was down the field with a wide receiver one game. You know? So uh, yeah, Thomas Davis' uh, responsibility is going to change. His responsibility going to be, Attacking the running backs and uh the quarterback, rushing the quarterback. That's what he gonna be doing. See that's another thing that uh um, Devin may not look at. They may not look at what Thomas Davis role gonna be in the Super Bowl, being that he's like that. They hoping that he's gonna be in the same cover game or whatever all that, but uh Warrenville ain't no fool. Ravira is, and this fool is on ESPN doing the dab. They making fun of that man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that. watching that. Who, who is we that? Had. Ed Warner. That's Ed uh, Warner. Yeah, Warner, yeah, Warner. Warner. Hey, easy ass. But who, uh, <laughs> uh, ain't knows fool. Ravira knows what he gonna have to do to um, make his team not having a weak spot out there. And you do that by using the man in a different situation, not the situation you used to use him in. but both linebackers used to cover, you know, you see uh tight ends and backs. But this just this game, Thomas Davis is gonna be um Western quarterback, man, you know. Right. So cool. hey man I, I, you know I look at it I am looking at events is uh I wanted I wanted at one time I did want it to be a, uh, a good game, good close game, but as Mainstream media just start, you know, making it one-sided as far as giving love to. They wouldn't give Karen no love. they making making it one-sided, you know. It kind of make me feel like, I mean, come on, man. You know, why not give this man his just due? This man, they did nothing wrong. He don't have no bad history uh, besides uh, their brain back something after college. But in college, everybody did a little bit of everything. Half the NFL players smoke weed back in college. But you don't hear them talking about... Have NFL players in the league that was talking weed when I was in college, you know. Uh, but they want to bring up when a person go to the Super Bowl, uh, a laptop, you know. Forget the laptop, forget all that. Think about what he done from the time he left Florida up until now. He's been a good citizen. He did everything that needs to be done. He has great respect for everybody. Um, do you have a
2: uh, so well, what right. dog? What dog? Well, and again, people, we got Jersey Vern. Now, Jersey, here, before I let you go, brother, um, let me ask you this here. Give me a couple minutes on your Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, obviously, another you know stellar recruiting class is coming through um, Columbus. Um, so, why don't you, you know, a couple minutes on your recruiting class and and is it going to be enough to help get your boys back into the playoffs for next year
3: uh, I'm glad you asked for that because um, I just read something out of Columbus uh, today saying that Urban Meyer is not red nobody that's coming in this class and he has what top five four class in the in the nation right uh, it could move up because they're not really done with that man because uh some people commit, but they got to make sure that they're getting them on the, on, uh, you know, dotting them T, dotting them I's and uh, crossing them T's, right? Uh, he may end up with the third best recruiting class this, you know, college, uh, this college signing day, right? But uh, he has uh, a class that everybody is going to be a part of this team this year. He's not red-shirting like he did the first two years, Right? He got a lot of redshirt freshmen and redshirt sophomores playing this year. And um, the guys that's coming in, they're going to be part of this team. And uh, he said he going to use some special teams. and A lot of them going to be pushing for a starting position. So I look at Ohio State as being as strong as ever. And um, this year right here, we may not lose until the biggest game of the year when we play Michigan. At home, that's going to be the game for the money. And I don't look at us losing that either. But we are going to go undefeated all the way till we get to Michigan. And that's going to be the game to sign that we go to the national championship uh, or the playoffs. You know, right. because uh, Michigan is loading up. Harbaugh ain't a scrub coach. But you know what, Thing when it comes down to that rivalry, it all depends on where you at when you play. Uh, we was at their home field sure last year, but they wasn't as good as they're going to be this year. So when they come to Ohio, uh, man, it's going to be cold. The fans are going to be on them. And you know how it is at out there, oh, And yes. that horseshoe is going to be rocking. Yes. The cl- right. close in the horseshoe, because they closed it in since my days of being there. But uh, it's going to be rocking, man. Uh, uh, all I see is Ohio State winning the ta- national championship this year, man. I put all the house right. on that.
2: Okay, well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. First off, Jersey, again, another great segment with Jersey Vern, people. Um, you know, check him out. He's going to be uh, doing shows on Wednesdays. And keep an eye on Spreaker. Make sure you follow him so you get the live updates on, you know, not only Jersey's show but all of our shows. Um, and, and hang out with the Chief Rocker himself and myself, the the sports governor of Minnesota. And everybody else that's part of the Real Cast family of podcast. Um Lots of good stuff going on. So, Jersey, thank you again so much for joining us, man. I'll let you get back to your Hennessy. And, uh, hey, man, have a good night and have a good weekend.
3: Oh, definitely, definitely that, man. I just want to say one thing before I go. Uh, yeah. Cat Newton and uh, Carolina win or lose? Real Cast Rangers will be probably broadcasting the show all day, starting with the Zen Master general Brother, he may do a, a a coffee show in the morning. He does a little coffee show in the morning lately, you know what I'm saying? But everybody's going to be either happy or mad because they did something wrong, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, that ninja, he may even do a show. I know I'm going to do a show Monday. You know, so Real Cash Ranges, man, we kind of strong out here. I'm glad that you have this platform too, Vince, that you can bring us on here and uh, all I look for is big and of things yo yeah, man keep doing what you're doing finish the show off and uh, I'll be listening man but hey glad that I was on here and glad that you had me my brother
2: alright Jersey thank you so much brother you have a good night now
3: uh, you do the same
2: alright Jersey Ver. Yes, the man from New York himself. What can we say? We love you, Jersey, even though you're in Georgia now. New York Start misses your brother. The news. Kicking it My with Jersey Vern, our day. main man, all the way from the New York I want City metro to area. Be
4: a part of it. New York, New.
2: Oh yeah, kicking it. A little Sinatra for you there, Jersey. Bringing it home for all the New York fans. All right, folks. What we're going to do, we are going to take a break here. We are going to be right back. Again, we went over an hour with the main man, Jersey Vern himself. And man, what can we say? Jersey is great. And we love him. He is the man, so... As Sinatra says, king of the hill, top of the heap, Jersey Vern is that man. So, all right. Old Man Cuddy is Cuddy out. Thank you. He says, great show, Gov. I got to go night, night. I appreciate that, man. Thanks for hanging out with us. And, folks, let's do this. Let's get that break in there, and we will be right back with more Sports Gun Rights. can make it anywhere y'all.
5: Two pockets, some fishness.
0: When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show.
2: And what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, sports governor. That's me. I am him. He is I. And we are live from the Situation Room here from the Executive Mansion somewhere in the Twin Cities suburbs. And welcome back to Sports Done Right. I want to thank again Jersey Vern for hanging out with us for over an hour and 15 minutes, three segments deep with Jersey Vern. Um, want to say what up to Cut the old man Cuddy had to cut out on us and go to bed, but we appreciate him coming through as well. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, and we're doing a special Friday night show. And before I get back into the chat room here, I uh, wanted to delve into a very interesting story that popped off this week. Um, for all the uh, BMX fans out there and the freestyle um, fans uh X Games, uh, Dave Mira uh, apparently committed suicide and killed himself there, I believe, uh, yesterday. Uh, he was 41 years old, and Dave Mira was married. He had two children. Um, real sad story. It had been... Uh, Visiting friends, I'll just kind of go into a little bit of the ESPN article here. Dave Mira, the versatile BMX freestyle rider who owned the most Xbox games medals in history through the summer of 2013, died Thursday of an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound, according to police in Greenville, North Carolina. Authorities say they responded to the apparent suicide and discovered his body in a truck. Um we touched on his family there on Friday, Mira's agent and longtime family friend, Steve uh Astiphon, I hope I did that name justice, released a statement on behalf of Mira's family which reads Quote Dave's wife and family are shocked and saddened by the sudden loss of such a remarkable person whom they love so deeply, unquote. Thank you for your kind thoughts and prayers and for respecting their privacy throughout this difficult time. Two Instagram posts were published to Mira's account in the hours before his death, including one featuring his wife, Lauren. Oh, that's sad. So, um, Dave Mira, again, uh, taking his own life, it looks like. He also was a host on MTV's Real World Road Rules Challenge for a while. So, um, again, real sad story. Uh, Tony Hawk uh, tweeted out, goodbye, Dave Mira, a true pioneer, icon, and legend. Thank you for the memories. We are heartbroken. So, yeah, very, very sad story there. Again, um, you know, I'm not much into that, um, uh, the BMX stuff. But, again, I knew who Dave Mirror was. Uh, a lot of people did. And, yeah, very, very interesting that, um, you know, he did what he did. So um, it is what it is. Folks, just be careful out there. Love your family. And um, if you got some issues doesn't hurt to talk to somebody It's not simple as that so all right man um what else do we got going on here uh we touched on a little bit of boxing talk earlier actually as well um sergey uh or excuse me uh crusher kuvalev there last week took down uh Jean pascal down in uh montreal there for the light heavyweight uh keeping his belts and um Kovalev's a tough dude, man, let me tell you. Light heavyweight champion, roy uh, not Roy Jones, excuse me, but um, Bernard Hopkins, who got beaten, pillar the pulse from Crusher, uh, was one of the commentators for HBO, and he put it in perspective. This dude has heavy hands, heavy fist, and man, you better watch out for him in the lightweight division. Looking for maybe Andre Ward at some point here over the next year and a half if he can find a way to kind of get out of the courtroom and all these lawsuits and get back into the ring, boxing needs Andre Ward in the best way, or worst way, excuse me. So hopefully that's a fight that can come down the road. Um, another fight that got signed, man, do we really need to see Pacquiao? And um, what's his name again? Um, I'm, 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 uh, who's he fighting? Tim, uh, what's that cat's name? Uh, well, we'll have to look for it, and that, that just goes to show you, man. We don't need a third fight of him. And um, Desert Storm was his nickname. Well, we'll we'll find that information there. Manny Pacquiao again, third fight. Um, I don't know. Just it's nothing that we really need to see. Um, Tim Bradley. I'm sorry, that's who I was thinking of. Excuse me. So, again, um, th- they're having a rubber match. Now they can sell this fight as a rubber match because, obviously, Tim Bradley won a disputed decision in their first fight. Uh, Manny Pacquiao came back, pretty much dominated the second fight. Obviously, with Floyd Mayweather being retired, uh, there is no uh, cash payday that way anymore. So, now they get together for a third match here, and I don't know what's going to happen there. um I, it, You know, hopefully Tim Bradley can make it a little more interesting fight than he did the second fight. That's the only thing that, you know, that can make this fight watchable by any means. But, you know, uh, we're going to have to get uh, Ronald Cameron on here, RC, in the chat room there. And um, we're going to have to get him on. Maybe we can get him on next Tuesday and uh, we can uh, go into a little bit of boxing here. There are some interesting matches coming up. Um, Canelo Alvarez fighting down the road. Uh, lots of other possible matches that can be made out there. Um, you know, you got on or Adrian Bronner out there still running his mouth, doing trying to do his thing. Uh, he's fallen a little bit of uh, into the fraud status, but he can still fight a little bit. So, I mean, there's, there's players out there. We just got to see what happens. You, you know, you still got Miguel Cotto, even though he's been around forever. He's still out there uh, having a serviceable career as well. So, you know, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Anyway, you're listening to Vince Wright Sports. The governor here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Twin Cities area. And, well, I mean, what can I say? I appreciate everybody. The Twitter has been blowing up lately. Sports Done Right is looking to do some big things here in the near future. We're investigating uh, websites here so we can get that going. And, man, just have a good old time, man. That's really all, all it is rc says i've got to run soon but i wanted to say this about kovalev he's a tremendous fighter with great punching powder or power excuse me with that said i believe andre ward would school him if they fight i also agree that there's no reason to watch pacquiao bradley three i'll definitely call in next week to talk more about those upcoming fights all right rca that's what we like to hear man rc is ronald cameron we appreciate him Absolutely. And it's a small world because uh, RC is actually good friends with one of my good friends, uh, Rob Mitchum and Rob Mitchum is actually going to be sending some music. He's a uh, music producer here in the Twin Cities and he's been working on some music that he's going to send our way. And um, next Tuesday as well. Or or maybe the next show. There might be a show before Tuesday. Might be a show tomorrow. You never know from sports done right here. But um, I do got the tracks from John Fisher. And John Fisher, uh, that rap that he had going to the new intro for his show was very, very tight. Uh, He is swerving in his suburban, my main man. And he is doing his thing. John Fisher, baby. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Well, Fish, um, we still got a little bit of the time in tonight's show. We got an hour left. Um, We'll see if we go to full hour. We are at 145 on the East Coast, 1245 in the Central Regions. Two hours later, if you're out there on the California coast, stretching up to Oregon, out to Washington, all those states have heard sports done right. And again, I'm Vince Wright, and we're just having a good time here late on a. Well, what is technically now a Saturday morning. That's right. Having a good time. We had Jersey Vern on here talking a little football. And, you know, just a a great time, man. A great time. And, you know, I just I I love just all the love that we're getting from this show, man. So um, Vince Wright, SportsGov, hanging out with you. It has been a fun, fun night. Let's um, talk a little bit here. Oh, one thing I wanted to talk about last night. Uh, hey, did anybody get a chance to see the uh, thirty for thirty on the the eighty five Chicago Bears? Uh, man, was that something or what? It really, really was, man. Uh, for someone who grew up during that time, you know, um, the and it's actually it's on right now too on ESPN too. Uh, what you know? What can we say, man? You got William the Refrigerator Perry. Uh, the late great Dave Duerson, um, you know the 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 coach in the Super Bowl, Ron Rivera. Uh, it's just the phenomenal McMahon, Walter Payton. On and on and on it goes. Willie Gault. Um, this team was really really something, and it's you know people you have to watch this because the scenes with Buddy Ryan, who um, is the father of the Jets coaches. Rex Ryan and his brother, um, Rob Ryan, really do kind of pull at the heartstrings, man. Because uh, he's he's really an old man now. He's in a wheelchair. He really can't communicate. Um, I came to the show a little late last night, so I don't know if they mentioned what was ailing him. I'm, I probably should have went online here. I didn't know I was going to be talking about this, but he, you know, he may have dementia or, or something like that. And Buddy Ryan is just really in in bad shape, but he uh, uh, put together with the help of, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's his wife, lady, friend, assistant. Um, She seemed a little bit younger, so that's why I don't know if she was the wife, but uh, maybe it was his daughter. I don't know if he has one, but um, he put together a nice letter to his his, uh, players. And poor Mike Singletary, he couldn't even read the letter without breaking down and, and losing it. I he, he I mean, this was just really something. So for all you Bears fans, for all you football fans, all you sports fans, make sure you check this out. This is a really good 30 for 30, and this is the one on the Chicago Bears. It's called the 85 Bears. It is on right now on ESPN2. Um, it's about halfway through, so you, if you haven't had a chance to DVR, you don't want to watch it from this point. This is something, folks, that you got to watch exactly right from the beginning um mongo met michael before he went into the wrestling um you know richard dent all these great players man um what can you say gary fensick uh, lighting people up i mean and um you know leslie frazier former vikings coach was part of this defense as well and he was actually on local radio here kfan kfan talking about that with uh Uh, host uh, Dan Barrero here so it was good to actually hear Leslie Frazier may not have been the best coach but he's a real good dude real good man so definitely proud uh, to have him back here and to talk about Buddy Ryan and the Chicago Bears in such a poignant way so all right folks I'll tell you what let's take a break here Um, Gov's gonna retouch up on his drink since we're rocking late night we got roughly 55 minutes left on the show. If we go the full way, uh, 55 minutes would take us right up till what, 2 o'clock? Uh, 3 o'clock. Wow, going the East Coast. So I'll just keep rocking here. I understand if people got to jump out. I mean, obviously, it's late, but I'm glad everybody who uh, decided to listen to Sports Done Right tonight has done so. Um, I'll just keep rocking. I'll just keep going, having some fun. Uh we'll come back, we'll touch on a little college basketball, we'll touch on some other Super Bowl talk. And if you're still up, you can still call in. 651-968-0125. And Greg o says, I just saw the Bears take down Dave Archer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, um this this 30 for 30, boy. Let me say this before I jump in here to the um the um next tune that we're gonna play. Um espn takes a lot of slack a lot of crap and deservedly so i'm I'm, you know we've talked about this before i'm not necessarily a big fan of the network by any means but if it's one thing if it is um one thing that they do one thing that they do right it is these 30 for 30s man and you got to give them credit I, I love just about each and every one of them even subjects that i don't think i may necessarily even think i have any interest in to be honest with you and all of a sudden you know you flip these things on and dang there there i am glued to the TV so um hats off to them for what they do right and this is definitely one of them um just phenomenal man just phenomenal and you know even though i'm from chicago i grew up in minneapolis i i was never really a bears fan and now they're getting to the point here in the show where they where mike singletary goes back and hangs out and, with uh his old coach buddy ryan there and uh real real tough stuff to watch man but ugh, it is what it is man it is what it is and these boys they put their bodies on the line a lot of these guys are broken down and beat up and you know, obviously Dave Durson killed himself, rest in peace, donated his brain, found out. Yes, indeed, he did have CTE as well. So, geez, just, just, I don't know. I don't know anyway. All right, folks, so let's do this here. Um, let's take a break. We're going to do a little bit more of uh, Earth, Wind and Fire here honoring uh, again, the late great Maurice White, who passed away yesterday as well. Let's keep it tuned here to the Sports Governor. Follow me on Twitter at the big smooth one. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Sports Done Right, and we will be right back after this break.
1: got to get in my life in my life got to get in my life in my life got to get in my life in my life got to get in my life in my life got to get in my life and my life
0: A job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, Vince Wright, sports governor, coming to you late night. Our style, that's right, Vince Wright, keeping it smooth and mellow here on the classy sounds of sports done right. If you guys want to give us a call, call us at six five one nine six eight zero one two four. That's right, Vince Wright, the sports governor, kicking it late night. Anyway, folks, thank you again for hanging out again. Got uh, the thirty for thirty, the nineteen eighty five Chicago Bears on the line or on the monitor. And their undefeated season was upset by the one and only Dan Marino, in New or New. Listen to me, it's a, it's a late night, folks, down in Miami. Never forget that game. I really thought the Bears were going to do it, and unfortunately, if you are a Bears fan, um, Dan Marino, Don Shula, and the posse found the magic and busted it up, and um, you know wasn't meant to be for the Chicago Bears for the perfect season, but obviously they got the Super Bowl. So, all right, speaking of Super Bowls, you know, I asked Jersey Vern earlier here on Sports Done Right if Denver has any way possible of winning this game. Um, Besides nearly a perfect game from the main man, Peyton Manning, and I do mean perfect, no turnovers, no interceptions, no this, no that, because that's what it's going to take, I think. And if the Denver defense can find any way to replicate what they did to um, Tom Brady here a couple weeks back, because that's the only way that they're going to be able to stop Cam Newton as well. So, um, man, lots of stuff going on here. And the Super Bowl, I cannot wait. I think it's going to be a good game. I think, um, you know, like I said, I think the Carolina Panthers find a way to pull away a little bit, maybe in the second half, to get the, about a 10-point victory. 30-20 uh, to 20 is my prediction, so that's what I'm going with. You heard it here. Sports Governor Vince Wright. Carolina Panthers, but I'm not really going out on the ledge. The, the Panthers are the favorites. Five-and-a-half-point favorite that may have actually uh, been betted down here. We'll check the lines here shortly and see if that is uh, – moved it in any way but man a lot of people picking carolina for obvious reasons they were the dominant team all year long so you can't hate people for um you know going up and picking the carolina panthers i know grego's out there and i know he is uh going to miss um his team being a part of the super bowl doesn't happen often but always good to see some new blood in there grego i'm sorry but it is what it is, my friend. It is what it is. So, all right, let's do this here. Let's run off this uh, NBA scoreboard. Um, we had a fair share of games tonight. The Friday night slate. Uh, we had the Atlanta Hawks over Indiana 102-96. We have Miami beating Charlotte 98-95. We also have, folks, the Philadelphia 76ers losing once again 106 106- to 94 to the washington wizards uh clippers uh beat uh who did the clippers beat or oh, orlando 107 93 and what else we got here sacramento lost to brooklyn 128 119 uh the leprechauns from boston beat cleveland in a uh, big game tonight 104 103 We also have the New York Knicks. As we touched on earlier, folks, they fell tonight to the Memphis Grizzlies, 91-85. Chicago Bulls also fell to the Denver Nuggets, 115-110. And the Utah Jazz have beaten the Milwaukee Bucks. And that score was 84-81. And last but not least, San Antonio Spurs totally demolished. In-state rival Dallas wasn't even close. That game 116 to 90 for the San Antonio Spurs. Greg go the Patriots says it finally hit me earlier. I was like, hold up. Why aren't we in Super Bowl 50? That's right. That's him talking about his, his Patriots, the Cheaterits, as they're known affectionately around here. And that's what we say about them. Yes, indeed the Patriots, man. And Grego, let me tell you, because um, I got some family blood in Massachusetts. We, we've talked about this, I think, um, down when I was in Atlanta for the Doug Stewart weekend. Um, my cousins grew up. I got two cousins that grew up out on the Cape, uh, the Cape Cod area. My aunt used to live in Amherst. Uh, she was an associate dean and... And, um, uh, a, you know, a, a professor down the University of Massachusetts, Amherst, beautiful country down there. And that's a real, real nice state. I always love going to see her in Massachusetts. Also, that's uh, when the, your Patriots used to also have their summer camps down at the university there as well. So uh, Massachusetts will always have a, a very, very special place in my heart, sir. And, I, hey, Grego, one thing is, man, we all troll each other. I appreciate what you do for your Patriots. Um, Even though they cheat, you're always there, number one, backing up your squad. And that's all anybody can ask for, man. So keep doing what you're doing, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. I mean, you could be the Grizz, for Christ's sake. I mean, man, I don't know, but... (laughs) And uh, speaking of the Grizz, uh, what's his name? Rashad Grismore on the uh, Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Man, you know, it's one thing to go in on Cam Newton. Not everybody likes Cam Newton. I get that. That's fine. That's fine. Look, I don't have a dog in this fight Sunday. I really don't. I'm going to hang out with um, uh, um, some good friends, uh, the Four Musketeers here on Sunday um some my my dearest friends growing up unfortunately one of my uh, dear friends uh has been uh not feeling well low under the weather so uh the posse's getting together we're going to hang out watch the super bowl together sunday hang out um one of our friends is even flying in from las vegas to come in and hang out basically just going to be here for a day but just wanted to be here so that's what i'm doing for the super bowl And, you know, like I said, I don't unless Denver can damn near play the perfect game. And, you know, I guess they could, but it's not what I'm predicting. So um, what are you guys doing for the Super Bowl out there? Um, If anybody's in the chat room, please uh, let me know Uh, any special plans, um, any rituals, anything you guys do for Super Bowl Sunday. uh, Let the gov know Um, we are. Uh, we got about what do we got here just about 40 minutes left of the show so we're getting down towards the tail end there Um, we may do maybe one more break uh, get some more music in here and just go from there but folks man let me tell you again just watching this 30 from 30 looking at these old bears and just how dominant this defense was I mean this is just crazy Uh, what they did in 1985 Phenomenal it was just phenomenal, and uh, now they got Bill Parcells talking about it. Um, the Bears played a big game against the Giants that year, totally dominating them, uh, knocking Phil Sims around like he's nobody's business, which I don't really mind. Um, respected Phil Sims never really been a big Phil Sims guy, just never really was got nothing against him, never done nothing to me and my family. But for some reason, I've just never been a big Phil Simms guy. I just don't know why. Then you go look across the way, you got the cocky QB, Jim McMahon. Um, Unfortunately, Jimmy Mack has been uh, suffering from early uh, dementia or early onset from what they they think it is. Um, You know, Jimmy, he took a lot of hits, man. He took a lot of shots. Obviously, that Green Bay Packer—I forgot his um, name—who virtually ended McMahon's career when he had the little hit list on his towel. The play was long since over. He sneaks up behind McMahon, grabs him, uh, drives him into the ground, and uh, drives him really on his shoulder. And um, it was really never the same for for uh, Jim McMahon after that. And that's too bad because Jim McMahon, uh, you know, coming out of BYU, he was the rebel. Um, a lot of people kind of like that because they, you know, BYU, you got the honor code. Um, you know, it's a religious school, Mormon school. And when you had a guy, you know, who was really kind of rebelling, rebelling against that and getting away with it because he's winning games out in Provo, Utah. You know, what can you say, man? Jim McMahon, one of the uh, the greats in Bear history and the glad that he was able to get a ring because, you know, right now his body is is turned on him a little bit. And I think the first lady played in the golf tournament and he might have been there. Um, I wish she was up. She could have told us that for sure. But, um, you know, Jim McMahon just personified, you know, being on that Bears team. You know, we talk about the Bears defense, um, Richard Dent, the Fridge, uh, McMichael in here, just everybody, you know, uh, Gary Fincic and so on and so forth. The Bears offense, you know, some, they put points on the board, man. You know, you got, um, you know, you got to start with sweetness, obviously. Walter Payton and real good that he got his ring, you know, again, uh, he passed away a few years ago as well. So like to say what's up. And um, rest in peace to Walter Payton. Definitely one of my favorite players growing up. Never forget when he came up here and uh, decimated the Vikings, I think, for like 275 yards. And at the time, it was a single-game rushing um, record. And it just one of the most amazing games I've ever seen by one individual in, at the old Met stadium. So, um, you know... He, this football thing is no joke. Just you know, keep these these people close to your heart after they find out people have been suffering from CTE. Just keep them close and help them get through the day. Help them get a good doctor. And football, is, um, I think they'll start making the necessary changes. I know one thing that they've talked about here, and again, you're listening to Vince Wright, sports governor here on Spreaker.com, my show is Sports Done Right. One of the things they've been talking about here are the ways that uh, these kids wear their helmets and the chin straps. Have you ever noticed um, maybe there's a big player or whatever and and they're basically they're able and and they just whip their helmets off like it's nobody's big deal when these uh, helmets are actually made to be snug. As you remember, when we were kids, you remember putting on that football helmet, man, where, you know, it kind of hurts your ears a little bit um you know you you kind of messed your hair up and all that stuff but the thing was those things were snug they did what they were supposed to do so that's where we're at right now again so we will see we will see what happens within the govs mansion all right folks vince right here and again we're in the home stretch uh three hours is coming up very quickly and then the books um, you know, let me know what you're thinking. You can always email the show at V M A A N N three, one at com. You can also, um, you know, when we're live and doing shows, feel free to jump in the chat room and let us know how you're feeling there as well. Um, people are very nice, um, can be, um, You know, people just like, as we say, they troll you. It's almost like just an initiation. But, you know, come on through and check out all the other shows as well. Um, Jungle Brothers got his show, like I said. Um, The kids are even getting into this stuff now. and We got to get our little kid representative, our reporter back in here, little Rachel. So, man, lots of good stuff going on. Uh, Vince Wright is really, really trying to make big things happen here on Sports Done Right. So, Again, Super Bowl's coming up here Sunday, and we can't wait for it, man. Thirty, About 30, just over 30 minutes left. The sport's done right. Again, the Gov's prediction was Carolina 30, and those Denver Broncos 20. That's right. That's right. That's right. Again, thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with Vitz Wright, the governor, here on Spreaker.com. Getting a little wild and goofy on the late night tip here. Just glad to be on here having a good time. And I'll tell you what, we're going to set up our last break of the evening. We're going to reset, get you some more information. Um, We can throw in some other scores from other sports. And again, what can we say? Uh, Sunday is the big day. Let us know if you guys do anything special for the Super Bowl um that ninja if he was out there i know he's probably roasting a full pig um save me a plate brother save me a plate that's all i gotta say all right grego the patriot is in here in the chat room let's see what grego has to say it finally hit me earlier i was like hold up why aren't we Oh, we already read that one that's right i thought that was a new one there my bad my bad Again, he's uh, wondering why his team isn't in the Super Bowl. Those uh, those dang Patriot fans, what can we say? Oh, man. But let's do this here. Let's set up one last little break. We are 30 minutes left into the show. We probably won't go that far. Gov's just going to reset the, his drink situation here. And we are going to come back. We're going to talk a little more Super Bowl, some other fun stuff, and start putting a bow on the show this is the grego show he was the one who wanted it and we're glad we could give it to him so grego keep it tuned here sports done right and we'll kick this old 80s classic here i know we had a request for some culture club on tuesday so we'll just uh do that here and um enjoy it we'll be right back i'm vince Wright, the sports governor
0: job done right you do it yourself when you want your sports done right you download the speaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of minnesota sports talk and beyond this is sports done right now let's get back to the show
2: all right folks taking you into the home stretch of sports done right we are live at one twenty Central Time, 2.20 in the morning down in the East Coast, down south, the Florida coast, and everybody down there having a good time with the sports governor. Appreciate that. We have Grego hanging out late night with us as well. Um, again, I got the uh, 30 for 30 Chicago Bears, the 1985 Bears where unfortunately, uh, Grego, they are throwing around Steve Grogan and Tony Eason. Um, They just killed the Patriots. And, you know, I felt bad because Steve Grogan was um, not one of my favorite players, but he was a player that I respected a lot. Um, Tony Eason um, was from Illinois, um, my home state, so always kind of had a little soft spot for the home state Illini players. And yeah, you know, they just couldn't get it done, man. Just couldn't get it done. Nobody was stopping the Bears, and obviously Chicago steamrolled. But let's uh, turn our attention here as we're kind of just jumping around from some different stories that we don't have a, that maybe we didn't have enough time to talk about on Tuesday night show. What do you think about Tony Stewart, man? Uh, the the NASCAR driver. Um. Uh, he is suffered a uh, bursted, uh, or bursted, listen to me, suffered a burst fracture in his back while driving an all-terrain vehicle in Southern California last week. Sounds like it was on ATV, took a little, little header, and, um, you know, it is what it is. So uh, Tony Stewart is going to be recovering for a while. The good news for Tony, as it says here from the USA Today article, the good news for Tony is that the long-term prospects are good. Um, Lowe, who's his doctor, Pennsylvania resident, told USA Today Sports, "If he had the sort of surgery that is typical in these cases, the fractured area will was rebuilt with rods and screws, and recovery and re- rehabilitation, um, he should be stronger than ever before." Wow, man! Anytime you start putting rods in, boy. You know, I- I don't know about that, but it is what it is. And now, again, Tony Stewart's going to be out for a while. And, you know, not probably one of the more popular guys on the on the circuit there. He obviously had that accident a couple years back where he was racing that local open wheel track. I forgot the state it was in, but he wound up uh, getting into an argument. Now, this guy jumped out and kind of confronted him. He should have stayed in his car, but unfortunately, as we know, uh tony stewart hit the gentleman and the gentleman did pass away so we'll see what happens with this injury the typical patient wears a plastic brace for six to twelve weeks so that's kind of the norm is what his doctor is saying and we'll just have to keep an eye on tony stewart people see what goes down with them i don't know what's going to go on with them we'll see and we'll see also how the rest of the racing world reacts to this news as well. That'll tell you a whole lot. Um, what else do we got going on here? Uh, Minnesota Gopher fans. Um, Gopher Hockey Team won. The men's hockey team is a 4-1 to winner over Penn State. Um, obviously, our basketball team took a very nasty step backwards um, in a 25-point loss to Northwestern here yesterday. Again, Gophers and Coach Patino, man, you can hire them, you can fire them. But at this point, I think, I don't know who who you bring in. I think Minnesota's at a crossroads athletically. It's been a school where the the administration, i.e. the president, some of the higher-ups, associate vice presidents, haven't necessarily been the strongest uh, proponent of college athletics. I think that that hurts. Obviously, they have a stadium that's rather new. Uh, they have made renovations to the other facilities on campus. And we will see what happens here. It's kind of the same. Um, but this year, i got to give it credit for the Gopher football team, at least the student section filled up. And no students were there cheering on their Golden Gophers. I just wish the Gophers, or the Groundhogs, as Jungle Brother calls them, uh delivered more on the field for him so all right folks i'll tell you what here let's do this few more minutes we got let's see oh we got some new chat going on grego um oh i wanted to see him he's talking about tony stewart uh yes yes indeed uh, that might be a little tough as i said tony had some issues, especially after he ran over and killed the man. And, you know, while I don't think it was to the uh, act of some type of vehicular manslaughter or homicide, um, you know, just learn how to let things go is how I'm going to say it. Um, Grego is out here. Walter Payton denied a TD. Yeah, that was one of the big disappointments of the Super Bowl. Uh, Walter Payton wants to get down to the one yard line or whatever it was. Coach Dick, I had to keep going, and he put in um, the refrigerator as opposed to letting Walter get the one touchdown run in the uh, um, uh, that one touchdown run in the Super Bowl. Excuse me. So it is what it is, man. Sports is a cruel, cruel, cruel thing, and I don't know what to tell you. I just don't. All right, we're finishing up the show here, people sports done right is coming to an end and I am gonna spend a nice long night in bed I got one day to hang out with my first lady and you know I just I, I can't wait man I just love the weekend so much so let's do this here Grego says Stewart has to control those impulses he absolutely does and with that, Grego, we appreciate you hanging out. We're going to put a bow here on Sports Done Right. Um, we'll see how tomorrow goes, and we'll see what the schedule likes for the Real Cast Rangers and see who's doing shows and who is not. Um, we are going to put this show to bed here. And Grego, I really want to thank you for hanging out. Um, as we said, this show was basically for you. Other people have joined in, but we were glad we were able to help out and give you a, your own personal show tonight, Mr. Grego, and your cheating Patriot ass. What can we say? What can we say? <laughs> All right, so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Thank you for listening to a very special Friday night podcast, a special edition of Sports Done Right And we will be back with you. We may be back this weekend, but if not, make sure you tune in for the live show on Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. All right, folks, you guys have a good evening out there. Let's uh, have fun this weekend, and let's enjoy the Super Bowl. Get them chicken wings, and let's have some fun. Thank you again for listening to Sports Done Right. Have a great day, everyone, since we're technically in the Saturday. We are at 2.30 on the East Coast. 1.30 here in the Central. Everybody have a good night.
0: Thanks for listening to Sports Done Right. Tune in and turn up every Tuesday night, 7.30 Central on Spreaker.com. Search Sports Done Right. That's W-R-I-G-H-T Right. Hosted by Vince Wright, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk. It's about time you got your sports done right.